Um, shout out to the mothers who had the chance and took the opportunity to heal prior to bringing children into the world. And also a shout out to the mothers who didn't have much trauma to heal before bringing children into the world. Um, I honestly feel like that is such a pleasure and it is a luxury. As someone who was catapulted into motherhood um, during my healing stage on some things, but way before I started healing other things, um, it's like this new world, raising this new life while I'm trying to face my trauma head on. And that is so difficult. It's even more difficult when you have a baby because now the healing is something that you can't put off. I mean, you could put it off, but like that'll obviously be looked down upon. Um, so thank you guys for tuning into episode three of Mommy Monologues, Baby Mama Trauma. This episode is sponsored by none other than Killer Cocktails. Um, of course, I have to do a plug for my recipe book. Y'all honestly been going crazy. Um, I think I dropped it, I want to say a week ago or maybe like eight days ago. It's been doing really good. Um, I'm definitely looking for a different platform um, to release it on. I'm thinking Etsy. Um, I'm going to post this. And if anybody got any ideas, please comment. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, just go purchase it. Like I said, it's the classics with a killer cocktail twist. So you can never go wrong with that. All right, so when you really think about it, most of us are just the result of generations um, who believe that, like, in order to teach a child, they have to, like, hurt them in some way. So this could be, like, physically with spankings, whoopings, worse, um, spiritually, like, you know, beating you down or talking you down about your dreams or even just emotionally, like... Um, not giving you the space to express yourself or whatever. So take it from me as a, as a child who um, I had very strong emotions when I was younger. Um, so I was younger. I had very strong emotions. I was super outspoken. And I was often told, like, stay in a child's place um, and be good. And granted that I didn't get punished a lot with most situations, adults do punish their children under those circumstances. Um, if you misbehave or even simply just made a mistake, you were isolated. Um, and if you dare to ch challenge any kind of adult in your life, whether it's your teacher, your parent, whatever, like you were deemed disrespectful and hard to deal with. Right. So these are all like different forms of like guilt and shame um, even blame and punishment and like those specific things can inflict different wounds that just like get bigger and bigger as we grow into adulthood. Like if we don't fix them, it's honestly just like a scar. Like I could take like I could use a scar like when I was super depressed and I was like probably the smallest that I had ever been in life. Like I'm 160 damn near now. I was probably like 120, 125. I was like going through depression whatever um my brother had moved back home to live with us for a little bit and like we were outside like whatever this is pre-cree I was like 22 probably and we got drunk <laughs> and I tried to jump on his back I ended up falling like a nail ended up like cutting my leg open so as I like when I gained weight like my scar I always noticed like damn my scar got like super super like long like it just stretched with me and I feel like that is literally what it means to like 
not heal your trauma. Like as you constantly go into because you're you can't avoid trauma. So you're just you're just compiling. You're just compiling. If you're not healing, you're just compiling your teenage trauma, your early adult trauma, then your real adult trauma, which is when the real trauma comes. If we're being honest, childhood trauma and mid adult trauma is like the real deal shit. Like it's what affects your life the most, in my opinion. Um, I'm a specialist, so I'm not saying that's a fact, but in my opinion, that's what's affected me most. Um, so I just feel like when you don't heal, it's very, very difficult to like heal those feelings of like feeling unsafe, feeling like unloved and feel like you're not enough. And like those specific narratives, they often, like I said, show up in adulthood and we're face to face with our children now and their misbehavior or their, you know, huge emotions because they're very, very emotional beings. They're trying to figure out what to do with them as well. And their lack of listening. And it's like if we're wired to just mirror what we were taught or how we were treated, that's like you just pass that on to your children. And that's the generational curses just keep going on and on and on. And on and on and on. You create children that create children that they can't communicate with, they can't talk to. They grow up saying, you know, my mother wasn't a really good person. Like my father treated me like this, treated me like shit. Like if I wasn't doing perfect, I was made out to feel like I was nothing. And you pass that down if you don't heal. So before we get even deeper into the combo, I just want to cover like a couple basics. Um, what is trauma exactly, right? So trauma is basically an event or an experience that causes significant psychological, physical, or emotional harm to a person experiencing it. So it's something negative that happens too fast or it's simply too much for you to process. So it can have a significant impact on your ability to function, cope, um, be emotionally expressive, emotionally just be able to express your emotions, period. Uh, being able to communicate, it can honestly put a damper on all of that, right? So um, most of my personal traumas uh probably branch from childhood. I got trauma from like heartbreak and blah, blah, blah. But that was really just insecurities from like unfaithfulness and just going through like the motions of relationships. But that was easy to overcome. It's the childhood shit that like you need to go see the lady. Like you need to go to therapy. Like you need to go and heal that. Because like I said, in my opinion, it has the biggest effect and you don't realize until usually you become an adult right so um some symptoms that can help you pinpoint trauma um intrusive thoughts flashbacks disconnection with reality um hyper arousal and often feeling unsafe um sometimes you think you're over something and somebody does something or says something and it's like you're immediately like taken back to that moment. Like it feels like it just happened. Um, you can be having a good moment and your mind subconsciously like goes back to that negative place. And you just took your, like you just robbed yourself of a positive memory because you can't help but to think about this negative thing that happened. And, um, it like might have like a similar like connotation to what just happened, but this could have been a good thing and you can't even connect with it. Um, I honestly had this bad, uh, I had stopped dating for a while when I was like 24, 25, because it was just like something good would happen and it wouldn't 
translate as something good. It would translate as, well, the something good would be short-lived and then it would transform into distrust. So, yeah. Um, it would be shit like, you know, could this really be happening? Like, oh, do I really deserve to be happy? Could this person really like me like this? Like the last person that did so-and-so-and-so, um, they ended up doing this. Like, it's just a bunch of like fight or flight. You feel like you're just like self-sabotaging. And honestly, those are like the symptoms of trauma and the symptoms that you don't need to be trying to be with anybody also. Okay. So my trauma honestly created a certain anxiety around um, the precautions that I did not take. So I'm very outspoken and overly emotional. I'm super like hypervigilant, like feeling on edge in moments where I don't have full control, which is like being in public. <laughs> so that's that. Um, to be honest, there are a few ways that you can begin to process healing your trauma. Um, you can recognize and acknowledge uh, the, tra the traumatic experience for one. That's first and foremost. You have to be able to sit with the emotions that come from that experience, um, which can be very difficult. And it's even more difficult when it's children involved. You want to speed up the process. You want to like make sure that by the time they're so-and-so that you got it all together, but that's a mindset that you simply can't have. Um, it's important that you just process it in your own way. Um, at your own pace. Um, honestly, talking about it can be positive. I can personally say that from experience. Um, as long as everyone is being respected in this situation. So I mean that to say, like, if you're directly um, acknowledging this person that caused you trauma, like, you need to make sure first that they understand that they caused you trauma. <laughs> like, you can't be trying to talk to somebody that doesn't see what they did wrong. That's that's just more trauma. Like, so make sure that um, if you're directly acknowledging them, they they understand where they were wrong and they want to hear your piece. And if it's an option for you for them to correct themselves, then yes, that as well. Um, so yeah, just be sure that you're opening up to the right people. Um, acknowledge the feelings that come with that experience. Um, identify what you feel, approach it head on. Don't convince yourself that it isn't that serious. Um, don't compartmentalize. Um, I like methods like journaling. Um, I've done like note burning before. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, but um, recording venting sessions too. I'll be honest with you, like therapy, it's um, the search is not easy. Like I'm going through that right now. Like I'm noticing like the search for a therapist is not easy. Um, insurance is... Um, B-I-T-C-H. So it's just a hard process, but recording vent sessions really like helped me. So it's like, just how I'm sitting here talking to this camera, like I'm letting my feelings out. Um, it might sound a little crazy now that I'm saying it out loud, but hey, it helps me. So if anybody, it might help somebody else too. So um, yeah, um, understand that this is not an overnight process and it's not linear. Um, you will have setbacks. You'll have stuff that triggers you. But I mean, like they say, like people say, like they're so healed and so and so and so. And you don't really know until you're put in a position like where something triggers you. Like you don't know unless it doesn't trigger you then. It used to trigger you, but it, do but it doesn't. But if it does again, like you're not healed. You're just healed if you're staying away from things that trigger you. But you don't know until you got to find out. Um, so seek the proper support. 
Um, and I say that because even beyond therapy, um, having non-judgmental people around you, um, a trustworthy support system is very, very important. Of course, therapy is always something to consider if you're like really struggling. But just remember that like healing is all about accepting the reality of the experience. So as long as you are not in denial, you're ready to start the process of healing. Um, there's no timeline. So don't allow people to tell you that you should be over that by now. Um, you know, don't convince yourself of that either. Um just a few key points of healing through motherhood that are very, very important um, that I think all moms need to know, especially as our children come of age. And when I say come of age, I mean like really talking and expressing themselves in a manner where you're like, you're really your own person at this point. And it like the respect starts coming in, like where you have to respect their feelings and the things that they say, you have to try to understand why they do the things that they do. And um, this is how like I'm healing while raising my daughter. So I honestly think that healing through motherhood focuses on um, addressing the emotions that drive the behavior in children. So it's like if you identify certain behaviors in your kid, sometimes like they can be the ones that trigger our past, right? So um, it's like, we all have like the choice to heal our trauma or we can hide from our trauma. And if we hiding, if we're hiding from it, often our children do things that inflict it. So we have to recognize that as something I saw online called pain teachers, pain teachers. So it's like when your child misbehaves, what energy shows up for you? So like, what is your instant reaction to when your child does something wrong or when they come to you trying to you know, express that something happened or if the teacher calls from school or just anything, what is your initial reaction? Anger, frustration, fear, sadness, like how do you feel? And once you recognize like what's driving you, you can choose to like tackle that from your past. That's what I was talking about in my last episode, like really using these kids as tools. <laughs> like we chose to keep them, like utilize them. Like we are learning through them, like let them teach us and utilize them as tools because it's so much that we can read into if we really paying attention. Um, parenting mindfully. So when we're healing while we're parenting, it can be triggering, but you have to connect our children to our inner child instead of putting our traumas on them. The answer is not through being controlling, honestly. So like like I said in my last episode, I didn't have a lot of freedom. It was a lot of control. And when I did ask for permission to do things, I was felt like that was a terrible thing to ask. Like, girl, you only 17. How could you dare ask me something like that? And it was probably to like go on a date, like, or something like bowling or something like that. So it's just like, um, it's not being controlling. It's, it's in being mindful. It's in practicing, like being in the current, current moment and like easing into it and treating it with kindness and respect to see the perspective from both sides. Um, this becomes like the connection between you and your child. This becomes the communication between you or your child, and it dictates how good or bad the communication will be, especially as time goes on, because the older they get, the less they want to talk to you. So are you bridging that gap to make sure that you're always a safe space for them? Um, 
we have an opportunity through mindful mothering to see and hear them in a way that we want it to be seen and heard. And that is very important. I'm going to talk about inner child probably every single episode. It's very important to realize that they just want to be seen and heard and realize that we wanted the exact same thing. They are absolutely no different. <sighs> now I'm thinking about my kid. So wonderful. Okay, so before I go, here is Mommy's Mirror. <clears throat> the irony of this one today. Okay, so as mommies, we need not forget that our children are literally a reflection of us, right? We need not forget that they literally mimic everything that they see us do and hear us say. So they will, I mean, eventually they will individualize themselves. Um, and probably when they're teenagers, we'll be like, how are you, my kid? But right now, like the now, the beginning, um, they're looking at everything. They're just sponges. They're just sponges. Um, they're, they're doing and saying exactly what they hear and see us do. So what will you allow your child to hear from your mouth, right? Will you always provide words of love and support and compassion or will you hurt them with words like how your mother did you? Will you make them feel less than like your father talked to you or will they always know that you were there, supportive, cared, even when you were in the wrong? What type of relationship are you building with your child starting now? Because that's most important. We might think like they're young. They won't remember that. That's not going to affect them later. It absolutely is. And we know that as adults. So if we know that as adults because we're living through it, why are we impeding and not showing the same respect we wish we were shown as children to our children? Right? Will you regret motherhood just because you ended up a single mom? Or will your child grow up saying that they had the best mother ever? She did her best regardless of who helped her and who didn't, okay? Is having to heal through motherhood difficult? Yes, but is it a bad thing? No. You chose this kid, you chose this life, and just like we chose to have them, we get to choose how to raise them. So instead of not healing and impeding on them the same generational BS that we experienced, why not just do the work, do what it takes, heal for them and heal for you. Point blank period. And that is mommy's mirror. So as I always say, those who can relate, tap in. And those who can't, please like, share, tag, and send it to someone who can. I want to say thank you all so much for tuning in to episode three of Mommy Monologues, Baby Mama Trauma. I got to go be a mom. I'll see you all next week.